0: That are alive, you are coming with me. He wants to be good little boys now so we can fight some war for them in the future? Some war they'll decide on. But we'd rather fight our own war right now. Without further ado, it's time to start running!
1: I see three of them out there.
0: Get the one in the middle. Right! Hit the one in the middle. Welcome to the party, pal! Apparently it's rusted junk and we're looking at it. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Rusted Junk, where we look at the 1981 film Taps, starring George C. Scott, Timothy Hutton, Sean Penn, Tom Cruise, Ronnie Cox and Giancarlo Esposito.
1: that Bunker Hill Academy is to be closed. An end to nearly a century and a half of tradition and an end
0: to the heart of us. Sir, how can they do this? With the stroke of a pen, sir. Their field of honor was a desktop. The lady said the proprietors ordered the school closed. Now, as I see it, we are the proprietors. You tell us where you put those weapons or this will be the sorriest day of your life. All right, we have three demands. They're very reasonable. When they're met, we'll be happy to return every weapon, every shell. You say we. Who else? Number one. Involved? I want a meeting with General we'll behind no, your you back. Stay where back. you are, Sheriff. Everyone in here is here because they want to be here. Our son would not be involved in something like this. Lady, if my son can be involved in it, your son can be involved in it. My men... Our tanks, our helicopters. We will take this campus. So anybody who isn't 100% sure of what we're doing, take one step forward. Major he's
1: our
0: man. Major he's our man. They don't scare us, do they, Charlie? No, sir. Me neither, sir. They don't scare me. What in God's name did they teach you in here? You and I have nothing more to talk about. So, taps. Hmm. Okay. Well, ooh, hmm. Well who gets it we'll get to that in a moment. Okay, well, um I just love that you know the, those those trailers, crackly. It's like crackly vinyl at the end. It's just like somebody's just like put it on an old record it was just i love that sort of stuff it's really good um and they showed in the trailer again i mean this is the the trap of the trailer
1: i know i thought the trailer didn't
0: fully represent the film you don't think so no well it gave one of the best bits in the film away i mean literally you, you, that, that's the surprise that you wanted i mean we'll get to that when he's uh, he goes there and they're trying to take the weapons away i mean that's that's like one of the best scenes in the film is it? Oh. Well, you liked it. I remember you yeah, liked it. Yeah, it was all
1: we? right. I, I was taken with that. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Well, that, then then with with all this uh, ambiguity about uh, what you what you think about the film, then I think we better get straight to the scores.
1: Well, you presented it in a way it was like, oh, this is a really good film. You know, it's it's not that well known. I'd never heard of it. No. Not that I've got the monumental.
0: The, the knowledge, knowledge is of, the knowledge uh, is low.
1: Film. Yes, um, I have certainly not any IMDb. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, other sources are available. I don't know. Uh, We're not promoting. Well, I don't know. Uh,
0: anyway, um, Rotten Tomatoes usually, but the, the
1: uh, yeah. So I, I had high hopes of this film, and I was like really kind of looking forward to, to watching it, and then it kind of happened, and and I think there was potential there. Ooh. I'd just say there was potential. Some of the actors had some really good performances, so like you know, your early Tom Cruise and stuff. But I desperately, desperately, really wanted to give it a higher score. Oh, because of the potential that it had, but it didn't pan out as 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 a film that I'd hoped it would have.
0: Okay, I think there was
1: deeper meaning to it, and it never really surfaced.
0: Uh, uh, Oh, okay, all right.
1: So, unfortunately, I've given it a five and a half. Oh, dear. Yeah. I really desperately wanted to give it an eight because I thought, oh, this is going to be an amazing film. You know, yeah, brilliant. Okay. Some good actors in this. And, Some great actors in You this. know, they're fighting for the, you know, to keep their military training academy open and, you know, oh, it's a standoff. Brilliant, excellent, you know. Yeah. No. I, it just lost... It just lost its way.
0: Oh, right, blimey.
1: And I think there was, there was more hidden stuff going on but it such as like the relationship with his father yep. the relationship with the uh, well,
0: it's not hidden no you can see the relationship no no but like i think there, there was yeah. more
1: depth to it than 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 what you saw
0: right
1: and and potentially you saw his father figure as like the lead guy at the training academy potentially the one that was spouting that's out his about
0: dad that's, honor. i mean that's That's the dad he always wanted. Yeah,
1: so I just felt it got a little bit lost, should we say? He was—I think he was trying to live out what he thought the wishes of—I can't remember—was what what rank was the older guy? Uh, General. Yeah, he was trying to live out what he thought the general would have done, and but 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 yeah, well, it 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 didn't turn out that way. Well, you
0: well. I mean, we'll get to that when we mm. w- when we look at the film, but when we talk about it more in depth. Um, and
1: the thing, the thing that really got me, kay. I think having thought about the film afterwards was it wasn't until we watched the trailer again, and then I thought, oh, that's it, yeah, of course. So you know, when
0: are we going into the film? We're only giving scores well, here. I don't know, where, but, but yeah,
1: I just thought it was really important to talk about this, okay, because this is why I wanted to give it a higher score but couldn't okay, because right. it, it wasn't very apparent you remember when in the film the the general was talking about um, you know all these great leaders and stuff yes. and, and they're verging on that they're either you know just very eccentric or insanity uh, 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 and that's the kind of thing you know some people see them as great leaders with honour right. and some of them see them as people who have gone a, probably a little bit Mm. off the rails and I think that's what happened in this scenario he wasn't seen as the honourable guy he was seen as the guy that literally stood his ground but the ground wasn't that firm to stand on in the first place and right. I think he just ended up losing the plot and wow. f- probably falling into that kind of power madness kind of I'm the commander and you know I'm I'm
0: no, gonna well. stick, stand well. my
1: ground and not relent and give up
0: wow so, okay
1: so I felt
0: there was a lot more to it, but it didn't surface. God, I thought it was surfaced it was like oh, waterfall okay. in certain, in certain right. places. But okay, well, I mean, this is this is. I, I'm, I'm gonna am I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my score, and obviously I'm gonna tell you why. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be totally open with you and and say again, the, one of the reasons why I picked the one of the reasons why I actually started the podcast and started the idea of doing the podcast. I and mean, let's not go through the history again, mm-hmm. but, you know, the website, the YouTube channel, yeah, yeah, you know, Facebook, yeah, yeah. YouTube, yeah. Um, One of the, the... The the reason why I had that is is this film. I mean, it was one of the, like, five or six films that mm. I just thought instantly I have to cover because they are forgotten and they should be out there and they should be now. And
1: that's why I really wanted to give it a higher score, but right. I couldn't.
0: Okay. Because I just
1: didn't... Maybe I just didn't connect with it as well. But well, I don't
0: know. it's an eight for me. Um, oh,
1: it uh, feels a bit like um
0: I don't know, <laughs> Breakfast.
1: Some,
0: yeah. Is it Breakfast Club all over again? Is it?
1: We, 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 Joe's not here, is he? To balance not, out the uh, scores. No, no.
0: I'd love to know Joe's, Joe's theory on. Yeah, uh, you know, on, it a of Joe's
1: seed taps actually? Yeah.
0: What's yeah. that? Well, I, I think I discussed it with him. And I can't remember. I don't. I don't think he had seen it. But um, his views were always, always welcome, always, as are everybody's. Um, Eight um, Good memory film. Uh, always seemed to be rented at the video shop, again. It's one of those films that, that just appeared in the family um, and was on. And obviously, I'd watched it in when it came out in video, 1981, 1982. Um, so I was 10 when I saw that. You're like thinking, mm, yeah, there's some pretty grim scenes in it. But on mm. the whole... You know, I mean, the swearing's there. You know, I don't think my parents really, I think my parents just sat me down in front of the TV and said, there you go type thing. And I, I you know, I, I'm glad they did because it meant that I, I have this sort of, you know, penchant for eight, um, forgotten 80s movies. Hey, let's do a podcast. Um, So, and Tap, the, the strangest place I've watched Taps was on the ferry. <laughs> now, This is going back. The Dover-Calais ferry. No, no, no. It's it was the Dover-Zeebrugge ferry. So it was was like two and a half hours, a little bit longer then. Right. Um, But I remember, you know, mum and dad getting in, uh, getting on the ferry, and they just went right. Okay, we'll we'll be here. We'll see you later. And just I would just went and roamed and looked in the ferry, and you had cinemas. You did. Yes. Which just showed films. Yeah. Funny that. Absolutely. But you would think, what are you going to show on there? You're going to put a bit of Tom and Jerry, maybe a bit of Lauren Hardy, something for everybody. So if a kid sits down, and, you know, all the way up to a pensioner sits down, they're all going to be, like, you know, looked after. So Taps was on. <laughs> so we sat down, and I remember being in a room full of kids, and the parents were there and stuff like this, and Taps came on, and everyone just sat and watched it, because it was on. Mm. Um so that's the strangest place I've ever watched it so I always remember and it was choppy crossing It was watching it it was no very choppy crossing so yeah that's the strangest place I've watched it but I mean I've watched it lots and lots of times so when Tom Cruise came on the scene you're kind of like oh it's the guy at TAPS whereas most people going, is that the guy at Risky Business Yeah, and then obviously Tom Cruise megastar I mean we'll get to that um I, it's, it's a film that has, uh, uh, usually you go, oh, they were very good. And then the others will go, oh yeah, they were all right. Everyone's good in this. I mean, literally everyone is good in this. Uh, the, 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 the performances are just, you know, it, you're, you're I arguing, mean, obviously season two, we did teen films, right? I mm. mean, you've got good acting. You got good acting. Not
1: Molly Ringwald. When one.
0: you go to films like this, like Taps and The Outsiders and Rumble Fish and things that get many other films that I'm looking at you now and Brand it's just going straight over your head. Yeah. But those are um, those are pretty much weighty, you know, very well acted, you know, stretching stretching the acting chops of everyone involved, even though they're only just starting out as actors. Um, so I mean, you know, when we get to roll call, the you know, the roll call in this film is where do you start you know um, but Tom, Tom Tom Cruise is is great in this and in a way that you looked at that acting and then went well what happened then what what happened in between making Top Gun and uh, get nominated for your Oscar for Born on the 4th of July I can't remember if you won the Oscar I think you probably I think you might have done but the, the, you know there's a big gap there there's a big six Top year 10? gap Cock... A- acting in Cocktail. <laughs> well, he looked quite nice. But... You, you put, the, well, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. Anyway. Well, do you know what? While we're talking about the acting, should we go on to Roll Call?
1: Yeah, go on then. Yeah, right. Let's, okay. let's it do a bit.
0: Let's do Roll Call. Roll Call. <laughs> right, I don't know who to start with first. Should we start with General Beish? So, the general. The old guy. The old guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... It's pointless me saying what other films he's been in. Well, I
1: don't you,
0: know what right. has he been in. Well, I don't know because he usually. Well, no, because when we get to Tom Cruise, I say what films have you been in? You'll go, remember, Cocktail, remember, Cocktail. All right. Obviously, obviously, Cocktail had an effect on you. No, you don't. You don't recognise him from anything.
1: I kind of did, but.
0: Okay, his famous film was Patton, where he played who? He played General Patton. See,
1: he would never watched that. Right. Okay.
0: So. um... Barnstorming and the speech and pattern that he gives is is one of those film school things that everybody shows and says, look at this, look at how it's filmed. The backdrop to an American flag. So the reason why I mention that is because this could be Patton. He could be playing a general that's been put out to pasture at a military academy. Mm. You know, it could have, it literally could have been that. So if you're used to seeing him in, in as that big, bold, brash, all-American hero it translates really well really well because Patton was 1970 this was 1981 you know there wasn't that that much between them um, it was 11 years he also played the general again in Doctor Strangelove you know where they they start they, they were fighting between them himself and Peter Sellers playing the president can everyone can everyone stop you know I, could, I think that stop.
1: was on at Christmas once and I sort no of it's one of, yeah. one of those
0: ones um, what's the famous line could everyone, please, everyone, please stop fighting. This is the war room. Um, uh, it's it's. I mean, Doctor Strangelove is a class above. I mean, it really is. But and he was also in the Hustler uh, with Paul Newman. So, uh, I, I sort of got slimmed down, but it's that gruff character. It's that guy in a you know, like a like a sort of st- string, you know, not string vest, but like <laughs> like you know, like vest that that could play. That's kind of like. Brush character. Um, yeah, mm. I think he was also in uh, Death of a Salesman, which is a great film. It's a really great film. I
1: haven't seen that
0: either. Anyway, Timothy Hutton. Anything? Who? Timothy Hutton. Who he? He is the. Uh, oh, I should have had the character names, unfortunately, and I don't. Uh, he played the the guy that took over, the guy that worshipped General Bache. was it Moorfield? Uh, let's go with Moorfield then. I, I didn't look that bit up, so. Oh. Um, but, but I can do. uh, Any any films that he's been in? No. At one point I thought
1: is he the guy that plays the um, updated Terminator? You know the one that goes into the metal sort of shapes. So you mean
0: Robert Patrick? Yeah. And then I thought
1: no, it's not him. It's got some similarity to him,
0: looks-wise. I. I think even if they're in the same room, you could say, you two related? No, I don't think it's... Uh. Well, I thought Okay. I well, I'm, I'm just getting his name now. So we have Moorland. Oh, Moorland. Moorland. You're yeah. you close. You're close. Mm. Okay. Um, Timothy Hutton. Okay. He actually won the Oscar for Ordinary People this year and they had to interrupt filming while he went and go and collected it and went to the... Um, uh, to, to pick it up, Ordinary People is a great film. Timothy Hutton is a good actor. The trouble is, Timothy Hutton's one of those ones where you, where people who do know more more about films, you always think, oh, he's been in loads of stuff, and then you go and have a look on online and go, uh, oh, okay, he had a few gaps. Um, he was in Ordinary People. Um, he made a straight to video um uh, film called The Temp starring Lara Flynn Boyle, Donna, from Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was in it. Um, and it was really good. You know, the, the, the guff that comes out every week and then occasionally you get, like, a TV movie. That was really good. Mm. Um, he was also uh, in The General's Daughter with... Um, play, he played military, again, um, uh, uh, opposite John Travolta. But the standout film is a really good film called Beautiful Girls where he goes back to his old town and everyone's like, you know, changed and everyone's moved it's a bit of a comedy. Um, He has a weird relationship with a um, 14-year-old, Natalie Portman. So she's fresh off, you know, the acting chops. You know, Natalie Portman played the girl next door um, and she develops a kind of like crush on him. It's very, very strange. Mm. Yeah, 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 I know. But Beautiful Girls is a great film. It's really good. Um, I'm going to test you on this one. And no, it isn't Tom Cruise coming next. Sean Penn. Mm. Come on, give me give me two Sean Penn films.
1: Um, Mystic River. Yes, that was a good film.
0: That was amazing.
1: And uh, oh, Sean Penn, Sean Penn. Did he star in a film with Madonna?
0: Did he star in a film with Madonna? Don't think so.
1: Thought that's where they first start, first hooked up. No, she just oh. liked
0: the bad. She like the bad boys, like oh. that and Vanilla Ice. Oh,
1: Vanilla Ice, Jesus. Is,
0: is he a bad boy?
1: Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I I could probably,
0: but. Well, well, um, I just had to pick some out here. The the year later, he would record Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and he is the best film in that. <laughs> totally like the stoner. He just walks away with that film, even though he's like hardly in it. He's he's the best thing about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. There's, there's no 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 uh, mystery as to why he's front and center on the on the poster for Fast Times at Ridgemont High because that's what you think about. It's a great film, and Sean Penn is really good in it. And that's a year later after mm-hmm. this film. Um, he was also in Colors, so he started to become. Uh, he played a police officer in Los Angeles. That was really good with Robert Duvall. Casualties of War with Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a pretty harrowing film. It was, yeah. Yeah. uh, But um, one that needed to be made. Um, State of Grace. uh, He was Al Pacino in Carlito's way. Um, I think he won the Oscar for Milk. Uh, uh, Do you remember we played Harvey Milk, the uh, the gay gay mayor of San Francisco uh, back in the 70s? We loved that. Um, Probably forgotten all about it but it's really good. Mm. But the film I'm going to have to recommend the, the film that you wouldn't know is uh, hardly in it but uh, the game with Michael Douglas. Um I don't know if you've seen that.
1: Doesn't ring a bell.
0: The game is brilliant. Michael Douglas is brilliant. Sean Plen, Penn plays his uh, brother. Um is brilliant. And c- can't tell you anything about it. You just have to watch the game because it's really good. Uh next Tom Cruise. Well I didn't. Yeah, I didn't write any films down because we've done Tom Cruise.
1: Everyone knows Tom Cruise, anyway. Yeah.
0: They? What's your favorite? Apart apart from Cocktail, <laughs> what's your favorite? <clears throat> what's your favorite film? Favorite film. What's your favorite? Well, doesn't. Well, you could have favorite performance. It doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite film. I mean, there's films I don't like. of Tom Cruise's Interview with the Vampire is one of the only two films I've ever walked out on. Walked oh, out I the quite cinema. I like that. Oh, it's film. horrible. It was boring. It was nonsense. Ugh. i would never see it again. Um, well, I've never seen it again, so no hope about it.
1: Show me the money.
0: So you're a Jerry Maguire fan, yeah. I
1: quite like that That one. is very
0: good. Yeah. It is a very good film.
1: And I did actually quite like Risky Business.
0: Okay. I haven't seen it in ages. No, I
1: haven't seen it in should ages. We, should we
0: watch? We don't have to watch it for the podcast. Should we just watch it anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. We do we do what we um, like. Yeah, um, there's probably others. Well, yeah, you know, I like things like one of my favourite performances. I uh, know it's not Tropic Thunder. Do you remember <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Yeah, but um, I think one of my famous ones well, I, I like the Mission Impossibles. I, I I think they're all of a really high standard, and it's really they're just really well made films. Um, but he started in a film called Magnolia, where he played a a, a sort of Guy motivational coach it's like how to treat women badly and you know how to get loads of women and stuff like this um and magnolia is a series of of characters and you don't know how they interconnect and it's and it's wonderful i mean it really is a wonderful film tom cruise acting out of his skin and you know that the where he fits into it at the end i think to my mind he does the best acting he's ever done um I really enjoyed him in Born on the Fourth of July. I just thought he was brilliant in that. Mm. Oh, um, that's a film I've not watched for oh, years. God, I just you know that the range of emotions he's got to play. Um, I think what he he had to do that film to say, do you know what? I can act. I, I'm not saying he doesn't act in all the other films. Yeah, but he it's, can say, do you know what?
1: Though, yeah, I can it? turn
0: it on if I want to. But I don't really want to, because I like to make you big fluff films. What was that
1: film, that really odd film that you starred with Nicole Kidman? Not Days of Thunder. Far and Away.
0: No, not that one. Eyes I Wide Shut. That's, that's the one. That right. was a bit weird, wasn't it? It was a bit. It was. But anyway, that's Tom, Tom Cruise. Um, Evan Handler. Um, We discussed it anyway. Runkle.
1: Oh, Runkle.
0: Runkle from <laughs> Californication. Californication. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I'm looking at? It, looking at it now, and you look at it, and it's just it's Californication. That's that's what you're. That's what you're um, good for. Anyway, um, Giancarlo Esposito. So he played the um, uh, Pierce. Uh, he was one of the. Uh, 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 oh, he's the guy out. Mandalorian he is he plays he is he's Moff Gideon in in The Mandalorian yeah Uh, he was also in The Boys Uh, he was also in Do The Right Right Thing I I remembered him straight I mean as soon as every time I see him and I know I keep saying this and I'd love to be able to do this film but it was 90s but Bob Roberts I just remember him as the investigative reporter from Bob Roberts and he was he was brilliant in that Um, but Bob Roberts is just brilliant I need to go and watch it again um (laughs) I should list all that we've probably got 50 films every time we've done these podcasts i probably listed oh, yeah. about two films I'm going to watch and I don't, I don't go and watch them so, plus, plus we
1: did do that, that film list didn't we you know it was like we got oh, the of those, encyclopedia yeah. of like the top 100 films you must see and I think we'd only well I'd only probably watch 20
0: I think I'd watched 98 <laughs> <laughs> We did don't start know why on I'd the list turn. Didn't we
1: Years and years ago That was just like Before Amy was born
0: Yeah You went on the American Film Institute's List of That's top right. 100 films Yeah Because we saw a programme About all of these films And you just went I've never seen them Oh I
1: haven't seen that Yeah um,
0: And yeah. yeah Oh absolutely It's brilliant um,
1: I'll finish Taxi Driver One day Do you know
0: Yeah Do you know <laughs> I've never seen Citizen Kane it's supposed to, Supposedly the greatest film I've ever made I've, I've never, never seen it either.
1: North by Northwest.
0: Oh it's amazing um. Yeah.
1: Ice Cold and Alex. Yep. Yeah, I remember them. Right, okay. Um, Bridge on the River Kwai.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah, bless you. Um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito was also in The Get Down, uh, which I believe is a series on Netflix. I haven't seen that. But he's in Breaking Bad. I was hoping you could tell me. Who was he in Breaking Bad? I don't remember. Oh. Well, he was in... Pretty much, yeah, he's in breaking Do you want me to find out? Yeah. You know, go on, I'm gonna go
1: click on, on. Yeah. Oh this, this is like live. This is like you think it's
0: like interactive. <laughs> what what character you play. See, I'm probably gonna tell the character and you're gonna go Nope, don't remember. Uh When was Breaking Bad? Was it oh here we go. He played Gus Fring. He was in 20, 26 episodes of it, so obviously pretty, Was it? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to review that. Okay. I can't
1: remember
0: him at all. Alright, okay. Well, obviously, you've got a great, great performance Gus. given by. Given I by remember all. the
1: name now, Gus.
0: And, and are you ready for this? Yeah. Oh wait, no! Wait a minute before we get to the last one. Ronnie Cox, um, he played Colonel Kirby, so the guy that was sent to break it, break it up. to look talk. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna. You've got to stop this now, type thing. The, the, the oh gen- yeah. The general, not the general, the corporal, the colonel. even. <laughs> get um, the end. Recognize him from anything?
1: Kinda. Yeah. Can't place it though.
0: Okay. RoboCop. Uh, Total Recall. He plays the bad guy in Total Recall, and Beverly Hills Cop Two, and Beverly mm-hmm. Hills Cop One, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. Played the um, the police chief in uh, Los Angeles. Last one. Billy Van Zant, who played Bug.
1: He's not any relation to...
0: He is his younger brother. Is he? He's Steve Van Sant's younger brother. Oh, my
1: God. Because I saw that on the credits. And yeah. I thought, oh, can't be. That's his younger brother. Oh, my God. How yeah. funny.
0: And I recognise him because he was in Jaws too. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. But anyway, it is wonderful. It's wonderful. Right. Anyway, let's get to the film. Uh, that's Roll Call. So... Back to the back to the film itself. It's it starts out very. There's a great shot um, that they're you know there's, they're singing onward Christian soldiers in the chapel on in the military academy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's that nice slow long shot whereby you finally get to the general talking. And you, you look at the you look at this general that's 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 there. You don't you see some adults. That that's the one thing I thought. Where are all the adults in this? In this academy, because it all seems to be General Beige and all the cadets. You see some people in the front row. Maybe it was this.
1: the cadets, like passing, raid, thing.
0: Yeah, and you know he's he's basically when he when he's talking, he's got such gravitas. You're going, well, I wonder what his story is. You know, I wonder what what life he's led. Um, and and you never know. Um,
1: it's only hinted at from like. Um Morland's dad, isn't it?
0: Hmm. Yeah, who doesn't hold, you know doesn't hold a great deal of you know, um, respect for him. No. Because he feels like this guy has done his job and he's been put out to pasture. Yeah. Um but it, what you know there's put out to pasture and just you know, go <laughs> going with the show and, and not actually doing anything of note, but he's built this academy up into something that's very much respected. The trouble is it's only respected in the the academy. It's not respected by the outside the community that it's in. Mm. The community doesn't like it. I mean, you don't see the why there's two things there's two thing two reasons why I don't think the community like it. First of all, that like the teenagers, you know, have a have a altercation with them.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? But also And it ends in
1: a bad
0: yeah, I mean, what... Well, one of he, the he finds the civilians gets shot. That's right, that yeah. He finds... Mean, he, he goes to a meeting with the uh, the trustees and the trustees have told him that he's got to... They're, they're selling the, the academy. Um, so, you know, I, I, I mean, that, that's why I don't think it's pretty much respected. Now, at the start, after he does his speech at the chapel, he then has dinner with More, Moreland and the outgoing... Um, Corporal, yeah, um, and has dinner with them both, um, and you know you just see Timothy Hilton's character just in awe of this guy. Mm. I mean, just really is. He's, he's nervous because he's you know he's having he's having dinner, you know, and that that was let's retire with some brandies into the you know into the other room and stuff. And he's got his big fat cigar. Um, he's a command. He's a commanding presence. There's no wonder that these, these kids look up to 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 him because. He's not just treated it as a, a place where he goes to retire and eventually, you know, um, then eventually leave it. He's moulded the school into what he thinks it should be. Honour being the key key part of, of, of his school. You know, if you're not honourable, if you're not acting with honour, you shouldn't be at the school. You shouldn't be at this, this academy. Um, and it, it shows. The outgoing corporal is basically going, I'm going to West Point. You're, you're going to be in charge now. Um, and, and this is everything that Tim, Timothy Hilton's wanted because you do find out his dad was pretty horrible to him. I mean, really horrible to him. Um his Especially died. when his mum died. Yeah. And his dad had said...
1: Got 15 minutes to right. do you crying. And he took him to the chapel, gave yeah. him 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. own. And, and he cried, and all, he cried. Of the, all of the 15 minutes. And then that was it. And he said that... that yeah. So you can see the type of upbringing. So his dad...
1: Well then, because uh, that happened before he was twelve, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. And then he was sent off to this training academy. Yeah. So you know he doesn't know anything else, does he? Really? No, he does. He doesn't. I mean, there's so friction. If his dad's not actually sorry, if his dad's not been around, and he's now what, eighteen?
0: I think he's supposed to be seventeen.
1: Seventeen. So he's been there for five years, and they're for really formative years, aren't they? Basically, hmm. go from twelve through to to like your late teens. Yeah. If he's not had his dad around and he's chosen to kind of, like, stay at the academy, even during, like, um holiday times.
0: Yeah, like a boarding school. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because um, if his dad's on active duty as well or whatever, mm. then, you know, his dad's not going to be around until the Oh, posturing. his dad
0: looks like a sort of pencil pusher somewhere, you know, somewhere So, somewhere yeah, that's,
1: that's the only life that he knows. And I guess that even it bolsters the thought that, you know, the... General is more of a father figure than he. Well, he treats him. He treats him
0: with respect. He treats him with, you know, he instills good virtues in him. Um, He he basically has has, as you just pointed out, he's molded this this young boy who's Mm. been pretty much oppressed by his dad. I mean, it's clear when he finally gets face to face with his dad that they just he's just not interested. He's he's surprised when he's told that his dad is leading up this delegation but he's when as soon as he sees him he's just not interested he, he knows he's going to be in for the same sort of thing he knows he's probably had lots of you know oh general basis is, is you know it's nothing type thing you know if 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 and when he does go back but he could have boarded all all of the time mm. and not actually had much communication with his dad yeah and pretty much the the dad adds the narrative bit that it was missing, mm. which is why when you said, "Oh, I really would like to have liked this film more because it had more depth." The depth is there; it just allows your imagination to f- to fill in the gaps as to what this this guy actually went through. Mm. If you say your mum's died, you've only got fifteen minutes to cry. That's pretty much inhuman. So you got to your mind will then work back and go, "Well, how was, that? you know, he he wasn't brought up with, you know." Uh, he was brought up with you know you you can't cry and all this sort of thing I mean my dad my dad was like that my dad was kind of like saw crying as a complete weakness but he would never have he would never in his wildest any time uh, you know when he was not particularly nice when he was growing up but he would never have done that Mm. you know despite him being military as well but then I wasn't so yeah (laughs) I'm not built for that but yeah um so yeah um Timothy Hutton gets promoted to cadet major. Um, when he gets back, he shares a room with Sean Penn. Um, Sean Penn leads the mil- uh, the Horse Guards, uh, so that's his um, that's his platoon. Um, uh, when he gets back, Tom Cruise comes in. Uh, Tom Cruise is great. Uh, I mean, Tom Cruise is right from the right from the off. Yeah, is itching for war.
1: Oh god, he's itching
0: to do something. Isn't he? he wants to. He wants <laughs> to. Yeah. Action. He just he, wants some he, action. He needs a war to go and fight. He yes. needs something to go and relieve all of this stuff. He is. He's a. a to, for my for my mind, there's there's a you know a cigarette paper between all of them, but Tom Cruise is just. I think Timothy Hutton is the better better actor, um. But Tom Cruise is just great because he he, he portrays the sort of. Like you think there's zero warmth to him, but at the end of the day, there's, there's times when it just slips, and he is just a boy after all. I and mean, he is; he's just a mm. teenager, you know, and he's in charge of all of this, and he's got all this responsibility. But all he's of his of infantry, isn't he? Infantry, and all of his red caps, all of the red berets, his his uh, platoon. Um, he runs it like like more than you would ever expect, and mm. it's literally. You know, my bo- my people are loyal. My people will not let you down. I and mean, it's literally he he demands the the utmost from his yeah. from his from his group. You know, then you see that when some of them actually desert in you know,
1: yeah later on later yeah. on, he
0: is livid. Um, absolutely livid, but it, but he gives anyway. Let's get back to the story. He gives the he gives a guard of honor parade, which is really nice, isn't it? Mm. I just thought it was a, it was a nice thing to do. He gets them to do the gun flipping and all of this. And, oh
1: God, yeah,
0: and it's great. And <laughs> I you wonder just how think, many
1: takes it took to get that perfected.
0: Well, we'll get to that at trivia time. Oh, okay. Because I mean, I don't mind telling you I now. We even said
1: that we were watching the film. We went, we wonder how long it got?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, all of the all of the um, extras. Are all from the military academy? how
1: oh, are they?
0: So you pretty much got the actors, right. and then the rest of them are all people that do it for a living.
1: Yeah.
0: So, the, in answer to your takes, hardly none. Any. <laughs> I think, oh, uh,
1: okay. You
0: know, I mean, yeah, they they do this, they do this all the time. Anyway, it gets to the parade. They're all they do the passing out parade, um, and General beige says, "Right, well, I've met with the trustees." You see him come back from the trustee, and you know with the, it looks like he's got the world on his shoulders, a very heavy heart. well this is why he's been told he's got to close, mm-hmm. um, and they've got one year to close. Um, and yeah, everyone is gutted. You look at Timothy Hutton, and he looks like he's been blindsided. Yeah, six waves from Sunday. He's looking around at, at, to try and get other people, even though he's got to be ice front. At that moment, he's kind of like. I feel that my everything's world is like, collapsing. World is collapsing. Yeah, yeah. Everything, you know the guy that the guy that I fully respect, you know, in a way, like losing his dad, because you know this this isn't you know he's not going to see it. He goes, "Don't worry, we'll still we still have a year," and you know, in general base, I'm still going to fight. You know, this is this is what we do, and all this sort of stuff. We we'll see them. So it gets because this is passing out parade, they have a passing out ball. Um, and it looks really good, and all the all the cadets are bringing their um, uh, girlfriends with them. Um, it's all really, you know, they're all dressing up. It's all really glitzy. However, outside the academy are some the the youths. Yeah, the local
1: teenagers. The
0: local teenagers nice. that just feel that this has probably been going on for a while. It's not just like a sudden thing. Every time they get a chance, you know. Um,
1: they probably don't
0: connect with them. No, the the, the community sees them as you know not needed, not required. Dinosaurs. You got to remember that there wasn't a great deal of respect for the military after Viet, you know Vietnam. Mm. Obviously, you got born on Fourth of July coming back in the way that veterans were treated, and mm. so you know there's a lot of things that could have contributed to that. But what happens is, Beish, uh, General Beish, puts on all his fineries. He's dressed up in, in, in everything. Uh, he puts, you know, he's got his uh, military sword. Um, but he's also got his gun so uh, he's he the gun the fight breaks out with the uh, the, the cadets and the, the youths. Beish comes out runs in trying to split it all up one of the youths gets on his back he tries to get rid of him but youth pulls the gun out and shoots one of the others uh, one of the other locals um, Beish goes I didn't know there's, there's supposed to be no bullets in there I didn't know there was one in the chamber and um, And yeah, so sadly, the next scene that you see is the police car turning up and taking him away. Mm. Um, He looks in total shock uh, about it. Um,
1: That's the last of you see of him, isn't it?
0: And that's it. Yeah, you don't see him after that. Um, So pretty much, you know, uh, the next thing you see is that you know it's like a bit of bit of stock stocktaking, and. Suddenly they go right. Okay, well, what's happening here? We've got a year. No, 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 no. I think with base gone, you, there's nobody running the show. We're not going to be putting somebody else in. You're yeah, because be, he you're asked be about summer, now. didn't he? Yeah. Uh,
1: what's happening over summer? There's a summer school or whatever. And they're like, well, yeah. no, that's not going to happen. That's not
0: going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So. um But the weird thing was
1: the the compound where all these arms are being sort of counted and and registered. Um all the weaponry and stuff yeah. it's not very secure and they left the blooming door open
0: yeah for him to walk in and to be able to see to that see
1: it yeah because he, re- he didn't realise that all that was there did he
0: he's probably got access to it already
1: I don't know just... well
0: I think he knows it was there hmm. because obviously you know they, they they even when they're doing the stock taking they go jeez you know they want to start a war with this hmm. I mean there's enough stuff in there to start a war yeah. A lot of the the boxes that were stood up. A lot of M60s. M60s are the 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 big heavy gun um, that they used in Vietnam. Um,
1: Mm.
0: And it's just you know it's a huge huge thing. Um, But there's loads of (laughs) them. Crikey. Um, Anyway, he knows what he has to. He knows what he has to do. Um, And um, what happened is. uh, is he g- gathers all the generals into into a room and says, um, "We can't allow this to happen. We can't allow the school to close." He then feels that he has to step up and be the general. Mm. He has to step up and be that person that he wants the other the kids to, to look into. He, you know, I, I think he sees the report on the TV, which is like, "Oh, you know, the, it's going to close." Yeah. Um, and then he goes, "Right, okay. Well, we need a plan now." So the plan is, um, he sends off um, Sean Sean Penn and uh, Giancarlo Esposito in one um, truck, and Tom Cruise and his, <laughs> his Berets in the other. They go to the suppliers and say, "Yeah, can we have can we have enough food for?" And he goes, oh, "I thought you I thought the Academy was closing." You go, "No, no, no. What? T-? Yeah, it takes time. These things to weigh down. Basically, they're getting into to, to mm. lock themselves in for a siege." Um, unfortunately one of the trucks breaks down the locals come out obviously one of theirs has just been shot it's getting very heated so who comes to save the day a <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise takes, takes his M16 out just starts shooting it into the air dispersing everybody and he's kind of like get in the van and it's like right very very much sort of he's the protector he needs to get everybody out they ditch the truck they've got half the supplies they need and whatever else and then it comes to um uh the um them coming back to do the stock take
1: yeah
0: and they're allowed in um and they go where where is everything everything's gone you know this huge like empty empty warehouse type thing um and timothy hutton goes in i've got and says i've got three demands you know that we meet that, that i speak to general base that i meet with the trustees and that a, a thorough review is done into you know whether or not this can be kept open as a viable thing and they're going what's who the hell do you think you are you know you can't tell us what to do and stuff like this and one of them the police chief goes right okay well i've had enough of this nonsense and he goes towards him with his handcuffs and then you get that scene which is chun, chun. <laughs> and then all the cadets are up pointing m16s it's probably, about, yeah. probably about 50 of them um and they're just basically going right get off the property now um so he does. He he puts them on the, the bus, doesn't he? He puts them on the yeah. the coach and says, I'm not into hostages, just let them out. Um go. By this time the police had got wind of the shooting, Tom Cruise shooting into the air.
1: Well that's because they uh,
0: and have arrived they, at the, the
1: on their escape to flee the sea. Oh yeah, they 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 trash a, a sheriff's car.
0: Yes, basically. absolutely. They
1: ram it and Obviously, the police come in full force then. And then it attracts, like, media attention, doesn't it? And then yeah. all the film crews are camped outside. So, and, and I
0: think the film crew is important. I think the fact that the film crew is there, you know, we didn't have 24-hour news. You know, we didn't have that sort of thing at that time. Mm. Um, I think even in 1981, I didn't, don't think we had breakfast TV. I think it was launched at some point breakfast in 1981. Breakfast
1: Yeah. Oh, God. How English do we sound? Oh, yes, breakfast TV. Breakfast
0: TV, yes. It was such a... Such a thing now breakfast TV's in the trash. It's awful, but yeah, we had the big breakfast. Go and check the big breakfast out. Um, anyway, we're getting off the point. Um, so, the uh, police chief comes and says, "You know, oh, you need to just get out." Because no, 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 this is this is our school. We feel it's worth defending. You know, this is this is our place. So he's very much assumed the command. He's got the total loyalty of all of the people underneath him at this point. Everyone is in total agreement that they don't want to. Sean Penn may be wavering slightly, but even so, he's still part of the team uh, and he's still doing that. I love one of the lines he says, um, and I've written it down and I can't remember where he he says it. He goes, other kids are vandalising their schools. We just want to save ours. Yes. And I can't remember who he says it to. It's
1: when he's um, talking to everybody in the um, sort of uh, TV room, right? The breakout room,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: it, and he's basically calling to arms, isn't he? And, yeah. Uh, and, and said, you know, we've got to save the school, basically. Yeah.
0: Um, he wants. He's not necessary He's not necessarily saving the school. He's saving the honor of the place. It all comes back to honor. That it's there's nothing more for him for these nobodies to come in and clear him out and tell him he's got to leave mm. and tell him he's got to go and that's how it ends that's not very honourable so to him he feels the honour the honourable thing to do is to defend the school and he gets everyone else to believe him so
1: yeah yeah it kind of cocks it up a bit though <laughs> <doesn't it?
0: laughs> well the news is outside uh, as as ever all to tell him one side of the story that's, that's fortunately that's what the news is now mm. um, you know it's <laughs> You know, it's almost like sort of, you know, fake fake news. I think the the two boys, there's two like, ten year olds mm. in the in the one of them being Charlie.
1: What happened to them? Like, as in, like actors.
0: I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I mean, I recognise one of them. I, I just didn't look it up, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But um, perhaps I could I could do that at, at some point and then report back on the next podcast and say where I was wrong. Um. It's And the reason why I picked up the fake news bit is because the two lads are talking and go, well, they never want to interview us. They never want to come to the, the, the cam you know, put the camera. It's always like, well, we'll just tell you this story from outside. They don't want to come and talk to anyone.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it's not that the cameras aren't let in. The cameras don't want to come in, um, which I thought was a bit odd. But... Um, Anyway, so this siege has come on. Well, they've, we get,
1: they've kind of called them terrorists, haven't they? Basically. They've
0: kind of like labelled them as that. So, yeah. you know, it's literally where well, you can't, you, you know, you can't go and talk about that. So next thing you do, you get the parents delegation. Um, the, the the dad who he doesn't like is pretty much going. Um, one of the parents says to Timothy Hutton, you know, I can't believe. all of." The, he says, all of the boys want to be in here. One of the parents goes, no, no, no. My, my son would never do that. And the dad turns around and goes, well, if my son could do it, it then so can yours. And you're kind of like, right, okay. And he, he comes out with the line, it's it's the wrong execution of the right idea, which I thought was an odd one. Mm. Um, uh, his, his, his dad says, don't expect me to call you major. It's like, I'm not even recognising yeah. your rank. Yeah. I'm not bothered. Uh, you are you are this person to me you just happens to be my son um, type thing uh, I wrote down here the next bit so the parents delegation d- d- has no I mean we talked about the relationship with his dad at the start so I put wrote down here Cruz has a permanent war face I think that's the best way to put it <laughs> it's, it's just true yeah, yeah. um he, he, because uh, the his dad had said you know you need to give pe- people chance he, he gathers everyone together and says do you want to uh, do any of you want to leave nobody steps forward nobody wants to leave at that point um, you know uh, at, at that point um, Sean Penn so, suddenly's wavering at this point so we have a, a point in which he goes you know why do you worship Beish why do you worship this guy you know so it's clear that Sean Penn doesn't get as much as Timothy Hutton does from him, mm. um, and you know from Tom Cruise's point of view, he every, he he. Uh, when he sees that in Sean Penn, he's like, right, we've got somebody wavering. Right, he needs to get out. Um, I don't want him here. It, and it's literally, it's not just his platoon. Any dissent, any disloyalty any breaking of the ranks whatsoever even internally even between them mm. is you know um, uh, d- something that, that, that he detests um, then what you get is the police step down the army appears um, you get that nice
1: oh, it's massive thundering, noise, thundering tank. It? It's like a good it's a good scene isn't it how many turned yeah, up That's absolutely just, like loads
0: um, Ronnie Cox is, is so allowed he it. must have
1: realised at that point mm. It's over. There's no point carrying on.
0: Yeah, but they're not going to do, they're not going to attack these young lads No, but live they, on TV, are they? But,
1: but they'll go in.
0: They can take the school at any time. Yeah. Yeah. But it they j- don't. Just,
1: it just felt like, because I even said to you, I was like, well, I don't know where it's going to go from here then. Hmm. Do you remember? Yeah. Because it was You're like, white, white it just felt what? like, well, it's stalemate. It's nothing's going to happen, you know. Hmm they can't go in and they're not going to give up
0: yeah but yeah.
1: slowly it, the, the kind of commitment started to crumble because there were you know especially like the, the young lads that were out like on duty or watch or whatever mm. and like the the propaganda the tapes that they'd made of the parents talking about like the individuals and saying how much they missed them and stuff and yeah. it really got to some of them didn't it and they they just wanted to go home. Yeah, they didn't want to be there anymore. So then the the angle was that they've kept the kids as hostages, and you know they're not there of their own free will. And yeah. so they he basically that's when his dad turned up, wasn't it? And yeah, and and, and said yeah, well, what's going on? So. So he basically said no. Everybody's here of their own free Absolutely.
0: will. Absolutely. So, and he does give people a test at, at you know at a certain point. But now he's not talking to his dad. You don't see his dad again. No. Ronnie Cox, as the as the Colonel, is now in charge, and he's sympathetic to the he's sympathetic to their cause. Mm. Um, you know, he he comes in and says, you know, that they have a meeting internally. They don't see you as rebels without a cause. They see you as terrorists. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's when he repeats the the, the line, which is on the tagline of the movie, um, "This is our home. We feel it's worth defending." You know, and you're like, "Yeah." So both both of them, you know, uh, see that. But what happens is, because the army's outside, they turn the water off, they turn the power off. Um, there's a moment in the TV room, which doubles up as the sort of officers' mess type thing. Um, where the officers are Sean Penn decides to play a TV reporter and saying you know oh we need to interview um, you know and he does these like fake interviews which pretty much Sean Penn is breaking at this point he just doesn't want to be there and, and he's taking the mickey out of it Timothy Hutton um walks in and he goes right okay well I need and we're here now with the cadet major and we just need to talk and basically he's putting him down in front of everybody Um, they have a fight they have a big fight and it bursts out and the whole school sees it and you're just thinking from Hutton's point of view he's lost it. the morale's gone yeah, as in it. the morale's gone he, he does have another um, parade after that whereby he allows people to go and that's where you get a few of the red ballets wow. going uh,
1: that, that, just, af- just before then that's when um, the guy playing um, well I'm good to call him Moff Gideon because that's okay. um, his character goes to fill up the generator with um that's right, diesel yeah. and unfortunately isn't really conscious of what he's doing
0: puts sparks a spark it on, on and he
1: and he goes up in flames yeah, so he he he's does. carted out like in a in an ambulance
0: so Ronnie Cox comes in and says um we're going to take this place tomorrow. Mm. We're going to take it tomorrow morning. It's entirely it's up to you. you daylight, haven't you? Um, and, you know, he tells him Beish is dead. Which Oh, yes. Which it
1: cripples uh, him, doesn't
0: it? Well, and, and sort of makes him more, at that point when he tells him, he makes him more, more resolved. And he goes, this is about honour. This is about, you know, everything else. And Ronnie Cox is just in disbelief. The, the colonel goes, uh, says, what have they done to you in here? Yeah and
1: and that's that's when I was talking to you about that trigger of madness right it's like you're so set on achieving one aim yeah. that everything else seems to seems to disappear that mm. it's just that one goal and everybody else can like do one basically because you're just so yeah. fixated on just doing this one thing without yeah. any regard to everything else that's happening you know the the wider view yeah um so yeah that's 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 quite a key moment really
0: and the other key moment obviously is the, the two young lads that are in the forward post oh yeah um, one of them decides to that he can't take it anymore he's just he's had enough it's really all getting to him and he goes to to the fence to go and jump the fence and he runs doesn't runs he the fence and then Charlie comes up behind him drops his gun and drops his gun well a round goes off and they think it's going to be and then the, the uh, gunner in the tank just mows him down yeah and that's pretty, um, pretty horrible um, thing. And so you've got all of this going on.
1: And at um, that point, you still, you think seriously, give up now? Yeah. Because that's just a, an accident that was really horrific.
0: He can't give up. He, if he gives up, he 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 um,
1: loses his honor.
0: Well, he loses he but loses he the respect of Beish. I mean, even though Beish is dead, he but, loses uh, everything he's been taught.
1: But it's. <laughs> It's ridiculousness, isn't mm. it? It's that um <coughs> mm. what 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 is the reason for doing it? Originally, yes, it's to, you know, defend the school and potentially mm. give them an opportunity to talk to the trustees and say, look, you know, we need to have a chat about this because there's well, more to no, it. No, because here. they
0: refused him. They'd refused the, the, the right, why didn't you get his why didn't you get his wish to talk to Beish? Did Beish die of a heart attack before he had a chance to do it? were they not telling him for some reason but why couldn't they have arranged something with the trustees mm. I go right okay well here mm. you are instead of a parents delegation we'll get the trustees in they'll all be protected it's fine you know but let's give you even, just that you know we're not going to count out all the demands but we're going to give you that why do not they just let him talk to the trustees I
1: know
0: because it, that could have been diffused fairly quickly anyway
1: well, there wouldn't have been a story then, would
0: there? Well, exactly. So Sean, Sean Penn, instead of leaving, because he was going to go after the fight, uh, he looks to try and see where Timothy Hutton is. He's watching old videos of Beige. Mm. Uh, he's watching speeches made of him, like old cine, cine films. Um, and at that point, I think he's like, right, we're going to end this. We've got to end it. Um, and, you know...
1: His line was, let's... Tell the tell the lads that we won. Yes. We won. We achieved what we wanted to achieve. And let's go out on a high.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So they all fall in, um, and then he says, "Right, okay, they're they're all they're all going to. This is this is what we're going to do." Uh, Tom Cruise is livid because we don't
1: even get to form. No,
0: no. Um, Tom Cruise is. Is uh, you know somebody comes up and says, "Did you hear that we're, we're all going to?" Not, not. Sur- I don't think they use the word surrender, but I think it's just right. It's all over, man. It's all over. Yeah, it's over. Tom Cruise is like, "It's not over." Um, so he picks up a rifle uh, in the, one of the upper levels um, and shoots the colonel. Um, and at that point, instead of it all being like an orderly um, way through. It's a full-on fight between the two of them. They yeah. drop tear gas. They drop the choppers going overhead. It, it
1: looks like it's an orchestrated ambush, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, to to fool the the others into thinking, oh yeah, they're they're surrendering and you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Absolutely. all over now. So,
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise has got the catalyst. After he puts down the rifle, obviously these troops are coming in. He picks up the M60 and just goes for it. Oh he's just and he's just then he's just lost like,
1: it. Lost it. like lost it, hasn't he? Yeah.
0: Um, so at this point, Timothy Hutton is aghast. Uh, they, they he goes to, to the room where he's in. Um as he gets to the as he gets to the room, he leaps on Tom Cruise to push him away from the gun, but at that point the tank just sprays the room full of bullets. Um the next scene that you see is that once it's all over.
1: Well, I put the tear gas in and Heli Put Fox the tear gas come in, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and the Ronnie Cox, you just see the two of them, Timothy Hutton and Tom Cruise are both dead. Mm now if you're going to take something from that it's war is hell folks <laughs> you know in 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 a very very high level but who 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 doesn't come out of it well you're are you supposed to feel sympathy for timothy hutton at this point are you supposed to say job done you know he did what he had to do tom cruise did what he had to do and sean penn is the conscience in all of this and it's the check and balance and that's why he comes out of it scott you know, scot-free type thing.
1: Well, I kind of...
0: <sighs> I didn't want Timothy Hop to die when I watched it the first time, because I'm like, I just wanted him to escort the troops out.
1: Yeah, you see, i I think it all went too far. Hmm. And this whole thing about honour, hmm. really, it got to me, and that's where I think the film... It hasn't really portrayed the message particularly clearly um, okay. in, in a clear way. So you kind of trying to join up the dots, in a way, I feel, for this film. And that's why I only gave it the five and a half, because I really wanted to give it more.
0: After we've talked about it, do you want to give it a higher?
1: No, not really. Uh, okay. No, because I felt like there were moments in the film where it didn't really do a lot. Okay. It was a bit stale. There are long. There are, film. Long, there are two hours six film. minutes.
0: It's a long. There are parts which are drawn out, whereby you think you can just end that there. You don't need to do the next bit. I um, will give you that. Um, but I yeah, think,
1: I think what it does throw into the into the mix is the why. Why should you fight? Why should you? Uh, what's the real crux of things? Right. Because should it be, have been about honor?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Or should it have been about something else? Right. Because it it just makes it like futile in a way. Hmm. Because like so many young boys, you know, ended up losing their lives. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, and you, you still. Like... And it,
1: it just felt like there wasn't a. Not that I was expecting a good ending, but.
0: Uh, what what just... ending were you expecting?
1: At that moment in time in in the film where. Like, you know, the army had come in and all the tanks came in. I was like, and I said to you, I don't know where this is going to end. Hmm. I, I had a feeling that it wouldn't end well. Right, okay. Because it couldn't. Because you just saw... It nearly did. You just saw that, you know...
0: Did you, did you think that Tom Cruise was going to have such an important part? No,
1: I didn't actually, right. no. Um,
0: but th- this meant that... Th- th- I did
1: think the tank was going to come through the gate.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It was all, all always there. Okay, as a threat. Alright. But yeah it, yeah, it just felt. I don't
0: know. I th- the more I talk about it, the more I. I eight point five. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> Give it eight. I just. It's just an acting. I mean, again, I know. I talk about the outsider. Go and watch the outsider. Watch this, and the outsiders on a double bill. And then you tell me all of this good, all of this good acting. Anyway, should we get to trivia time?
1: Yeah, and I hadn't realised until I saw the start of the film, it was actually okay. from a novel. Yes. Called Father Sky. Okay. And it was written in 1979. Yep. So only two years before the film was made. So obviously somebody thought, oh, this will make a great film. So yeah. It's, okay.
0: Um, nice. Well, let's get to trivia time yeah, then. Okay. Okay. Trivia time. As you would expect, Trivia Time. Prior to the production of the film, Timothy Hilton, Sean Penn, Tom Cruise, and some of the others were required to do a 45-day-long period of orientation with the students at Valley Forge Military Academy. They were given uniforms, borrowed from their real-life counterparts at school, and given authentic military haircuts. They slept in the barracks and were subjected to the same rigours and hardship that all the other cadets went through. Um, While most of the actors enjoyed and excelled at their orientation cruise (laughs) ready Mm -hmm. opted to leave the training for the comforts of a nearby hotel until filming began right so he dropped out Mm -hmm. probably thought he was too good for it or um, he was Tom Cruise was actually going to play a background character in the film but the director Harold Becker was so impressed by the way he conducted himself at one of the military cadets uh, at one of the military rehearsals that he was offered the part there Mm -hmm. and then so um, it wasn't his first film but it was his second film uh, this is Tom Cruise's second film at that point um, Sean Penn on the other hand and some of the others received military horsemanship training for the scenes where he's, where he's uh, the cavalry especially the passing yeah. out parade um, he later stated it's not like riding out on a backwards trail the trick <laughs> is to salute control the horse keep in step with the other riders and not fall off but this was Sean Penn's first film mm. this was he hadn't appeared in anything before and um, and, again, acting masterclass. Uh, the Culver Military Academy in Culver, Indiana, rejected filming at the campus where they read what happens at the end of the film. They didn't want it to bring it into disrepute. Yeah. So they didn't want any part of it at all. Um, the gate scene at the end of the quad area was built specifically for the film and was dismantled after filming ended. Now, when I read that piece of trivia, I'm kind of like, the gate at the end of the quad area... Uh, the main gate. The main gate was built for the film. Yeah. Why would you not have a gate on the door?
1: Because the, because it looked a bit weird. Even I thought it was a bit weird to right. have the, the parade ground directly in front of the gate. Right. You wouldn't. Okay. The parade ground would be somewhere else in the in the in, in, right. Okay. In on the site, usually without traffic going backwards and forwards through it. So. Yeah, it made sense because I bet all the tanks and stuff were actually on the wider area of the grounds of the the military
0: academy. Um, I like this one. George C. Scott, so obviously Beige, headlined this and he'd previously starred in and won Best Actor Oscar for Mm. Patton. Um, He said of his role in Taps, I have sympathy for Beige. He's lived by the rules... His values were pat- Patton's values. Why? Duty, honour, country. He's a proud man, and and the school officials won't give him his due. Um, of course, his influence on the cadets is imbalanced. Unfortunately, they have no perspective on the man. So he's kind of like pretty much saying that they, they don't understand the man. They just listen to what he's got to say. Um i've got something cool. about,
1: about the comparison between the book and the movie okay so um it said uh, this is somebody's review basically on, on a on a website where the movie was an action film about loyalty
0: yeah
1: the book delves deeper into the psychology which created a loyalty for which people were willing to kill or die mm. in fact they weren't even adults they were kids the leader of the revolution Sparked when they tried to close the military school where the action takes place is a mere 15 years old. So in the book, he's right. 15. Right, okay. Um, the Freeman, the, the author, takes um, deep into his mind to try and understand not only what would possess a young man to take up arms, but he also examines the overall effect of a military academy where the main purpose of the upperclassmen is to strip you of your own identity Yeah and replace it with a preordained approved version. Hmm. So it's really summing up what we've just discussed. Though, yeah, oh, okay,
0: it? that's that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a joint trivia time. It's yeah. good, yeah, I like that, yeah. more of that. Hmm. Maybe we should just divvy them up. Maybe we should. And then we should just, well, I'll know them all because I'll put them all together. <laughs> um, this is, um, a good thing to note is that there's a lot about military training Um, in this because there were other films one of which is covered Um, Taps was one of them Stripes was Mm. another one Uh, Private Benjamin Goldie Horn, that was the year before Taps was 81 Stripes was 81 Private Benjamin 80 Um, The Lords of Discipline 83 Officer and Gentleman 82 Um, and then you saw Stockade 1990 Biloxi Blues with Matthew Broderick Mm -hmm. Um, very good (laughs) very very good I mean Christopher Walken, yeah, is 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 the best thing in that film. Heartbreak Ridge with Clint Eastwood, Full Metal Jacket. So you've got that sort of almost going back and showing you how you know how so you know so sold, the soldier is created. Um, but yeah, it's from from the point of view of, of looking at the, the when they say the the, the cast the cast. You look at the cast of Taps, you look at the cast of the outsiders, Breakfast Club and Elmo's Fire, why right? all of the pe- all of the actors were in there that were all part of the Brat Pack. So Timothy Hutt was part of the Brat Pack, whether he liked it or because he he would have been he was in Taps and the Outsiders. Um, you know, St Elmers Fire and Breakfast Club had a lot shared a lot, you know, Judd Nelson, Amelia Westervers, Ali Sheedy, um and you've, you've got this sort of Brat Pack it's, uh, and it's good, but it said, obviously it said the most successful actor to emerge from this group was Tom Cruise. He would have had the, the highest box office graces of any actor in Hollywood. The most critically acclaimed would be Sean Penn because he won two Oscars, mm. Milk and Mystic River. Um, and it puts here, which I think is a bit, it's, it's a bit unfair, most of the other Brat Packers would fade into obscurity during the 1990s. And you're like, yeah, Molly Ringwald, Faded into obscurity. Judd Nelson did. Andrew McCarthy did. Um, you know all all of these. All of these. You know they had the world. they the thing is. You know Demi Moore, obviously Saint was Fire. She then went on to do do more. GI Jane Disclosure. She's brilliant. Disclosure. Um, you know she's she's. I don't say good at. She's she's all right.
1: But like Kiefer Sutherland, he didn't
0: disappear. Yeah, but Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland was part, the, yeah, but Kiefer Sutherland was in The Outsiders, so yeah, he didn't disappear, but what I'm saying is, you've got quite a few that did, Timothy Hutton disappeared, Sean Penn didn't, Tom Cruise didn't, Giancarlo Esposito did, and then suddenly he's then back in Breaking Bad and he's doing all this like contemporary stuff, and his performance in The Mandalorian is, is amazing, his performance in The Boys is okay, and you know suddenly he's like found his feet again I know that's probably the wrong thing to say because he's probably doing a lot of things but then he appears again and you go do you know what I loved him back then I love him now Um, and so yeah the last thing I've got is Rob Lowe wrote in his autobiography that he tried to audition for the film but he couldn't get a meeting uh, (laughs) with the filmmaker (laughs) so Rob Lowe wanted to start Rob Lowe would have been good in this would he? I don't know who'd you take out? Um, I don't know because I I'd love the performances so much. I I wouldn't want to take anyone out. You'd have to put him in one of the four main performances. Mm. as one of the platoon leaders, and I don't want to get rid of any of them. Mm,
1: okay.
0: You could, at a push, he could play Sean Penn's character. Mm. That's probably where he, he he would naturally go. You know, the conscience type thing. But anyway, so there we go. That's mm. taps. Um, action I know I put it I know I squeezed it into action and I know there's not a lot of action in it so apologies but the the choice for the next one is all yours oh right Um, we've done Jean-Claude Van Damme we've done Schwarzenegger we've done Stallone who will we missing out I
1: don't
0: know well thinking thinking caps on and uh, hopefully you'll have a uh, we'll do a podcast fairly fairly quickly Um, we're off now to um, probably not at the moment because it's a bit late. But we will be watching Citizen. What are we watching? So Citizen got lined up. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Uh, what was the other film? Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, it was on the film list. Um, oh, Risky Business. Oh yeah. Yeah, we were going to watch. So yeah, we're going to go watch a whole lot of films um, from the eighties, but not going to cover them for the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, we might do. We might put it on hold and, and watch it. You know, I don't
0: know. Uh, can next I season? can I already collect? next season uh, w- could
1: be a whole mishmash of stuff.
0: Thank you, because I was going to say that there's a lot of things that we put in when I listen to our, um, I listen to our podcast. I listen to the the start of it, right? And obviously, we don't do all the films that season that are in the in the credits. No. So I think season four should be all the films that are in in our credits that we haven't covered yet.
1: Oh, in the sort of yeah just a junk, yeah. like, jingle before yeah. the start.
0: Oh, all right, then. Some classics. Well, you've
1: church. done that, so I don't know which ones are in there.
0: Okay. Well, real genius off the top of my head. Real genius, some school. Um, we can't do Die Hard because that really isn't forgotten. We might do that at Christmas. Um, we just might do, just do Die Hard at Christmas because it's just fun. But anyway, that's a long way away. <laughs> it's 11 months, <laughs> 11 <laughs> months away. Yeah. Um,
1: but with that coronavirus yeah. time vacuum, oh, it, it'll be a plus. Yeah,
0: it might feel like in a couple, of, couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, even on this one, we've got The Running Man, Schwarzenegger film. Um, you know, there's, there's nothing to say that we can't do another film with the same actor in again.
1: Yeah, obviously, because
0: like Molly Ringwald and stuff. Stop going on about Molly Ringwald. You can't do, you can't do teen films without having Molly Clearly. Ringwald. Right. Was she in some kind of wonderful no was she in Ferris Bueller no the only two films that she was in of uh, uh, the only three films she made of any re- relevance was the breakfast club pretty and pink the 16 <laughs> candles so there's hardly an explosion of I mean I can name you <coughs> 15 films from the 80s you know Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> so yes anyway right um we'll we will love you and leave you so we as ever get in touch with us uh, go to the it's Facebook nice page. To Hmm?
1: Sliced
0: alone. We did Rocky Four, last one. Yeah,
1: but like Rambo. Uh.
0: It's what, not really probably the most one are of they? the most famous film characters ever. Yes, that, that goes into forgotten. Again, we've abandoned well, the we've abandoned the forgotten because it's forgotten in the sense of do, do, there was one thing that it's
1: forgotten because literally Taps is forty years old. Yes, as a film. Yeah. Does that make you feel old? Yeah,
0: but th- no. No, no. Some other things do, but... No,
1: but it's weird, though, isn't it? But it's 40 years old. You look, at it, you look old. at it and you think, oh my God, that was 1981, that's 40 years ago.
0: Yeah. So And yet,
1: yet you think back in the 80s, and you if you were watching the film in 1981 that was 40 years old, that would have been 1941. Do you see what I mean? The yeah. genre and the difference between yeah that time, whereas we feel, oh, 40 years ago doesn't seem that far... Away.
0: Yeah, I do find myself drifting into it, it, that sometimes. It's funny, isn't it? Thinking, it's really weird. Um, I, I don't know why I thought the other day, it's like, you know, Batman. is like, you know, just, just shy of, was it 30, 33 years ago? The original Tim Burton with Michael Keaton, mm.
1: 33
0: years ago. Goodness me. So, yeah, just w- when you so start thinking is, about yeah, that. So,
1: the forgotten 80s movies is because we've surpassed a whole generation
0: so so will we so, yeah, we're but bringing did, them back but if we did Back to the Future everyone would go yeah but everybody knows Back to the Future because it's one of those films that just carries on all the way through yeah but only because they did like the sequels and they were later on yeah but the, there was there was only four years between all, the, the first film and the last film
1: oh, was that I thought it was more than that they
0: made Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3 together at the same right. time oh, so okay. they could release them a year after
1: yeah and continuity I suppose
0: as well yeah sort of um, yeah it, it does make me think you know when you I mean it's all very well to say oh yeah the old westerns you know were not available available then but all of these films Police Academy mm. Police Academy is 40 years old 40 years ago mm. and you're like and I'm just watching that I'm up to number 4 um, I'm not up to assi- Police Academy 5 Assignment Miami Beach um, with Sharon Stone in, but I'm looking forward to getting to that one so anyway right I don't know how we got into this but I don't know but it, it, you're right the, the forgotten aspect we could never get away with doing doing Back to the Future but when we did something like Stand By Me we all think it's a good you know it's a, it's a, it's a exceptional film but I guess if I mentioned Stand By Me to, to like what my nephew like Johnny he'll go no nope, never heard of it mm. and even Becky might have gone no nope, just never got around to watching it mm. you're like oh right well to them it's not forgotten. They just don't know anything about don't it. Know it. Yeah. Don't know it. Don't know it. So
1: don't even know if it's existence. So
0: we're providing a valuable service for all ages here. <laughs> we're reminiscing for people who remember. it It's really it funny, and, you uh, know,
1: because like I'm sat in my audits, and um, I have to. There was a, a period of time during what was it now? Uh, sort of when I came back after Christmas, where I was doing some audits, and the, I've been doing a lot of sort of younger, sort of startup companies, and. Um, the generational difference was absolutely clear
0: yeah
1: and like i was making references to like you know uh, oh more common wise you know the andre previn yeah all the right okay, notes just yeah. not necessarily, just necessarily in the, right, in the right, order. right order um completely no well understanding of the, of that at all and like you know like the connection as well can be a little bit like dodgy and you get like that stuttering of, yeah, yeah. of words and I then I come out with Norman Collier and again they have no idea who I'm talking about and I'm like oh God this is just like generational gap yeah but
0: equally equally on this podcast I'll say to you things that I think are, are fairly you know momentous you know they're like actors and, and bits and scenes and you'll go never heard of it mm. just pass me by I just true, wasn't true. wasn't I wasn't into that like Max wall do you remember Max wall?
1: Was he the guy with the longish sort of hair with the baldy top? Yes. And with the... And he used to turn his jacket out and used to have a, a like funny too walk. Short
0: yeah, and but, did a funny walk. But like Harry Hill. So Harry Hill would yes. have based it, based it very much on well, Max Well, Harry
1: Hill hasn't got hair.
0: Yeah. But do you remember, like, the comedians? The show The Comedians? That, like, had Bernard Manning and, and people like Kenny Lynch... Well, I remember Frank that, Carson, yeah. ...and stuff yeah. like that. I
1: probably didn't watch it because it wasn't really
0: appropriate... Yeah, but, as say, I'm, like, I'm like I'm like dad. Dad goes, get yourself in here, son. You know, just watch this. And you know, I don't understand the jokes. I, I rewatched um, that in in the week. I uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and I'm like thinking, would I sit Amy down in front of that film now? And I'm going, probably not. Did did Dad sit me down in front of that film when I, when I was about nine, ten? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah, but if you don't get it, you don't get it, do you?
0: I suppose. Yeah, but the there's, references there's, or
1: the jokes, you just don't.
0: Yeah, but get in, it. in Life of Brian's full frontal nudity, I mean, well, it's just, you know, it's just.
1: It's not like I haven't seen your mum or dad, like, you know, in the nude.
0: Oh, right, we're going to end it there on that note. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: but, you know, yeah. it's, it's not. It's nothing to be no, ashamed
0: of, but no, but I just don't want to think about my mum and dad naked, if that's all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: want to think about your mum and dad like
0: that either. <laughs> it's like a Margaret Thatcher ra- naked on a rainy day, it's the Mike my, Myers Wayne's World thing. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, Where's this going? Okay, we no, we are going, going there. Right. Anyway, um, contact us uh, at Rusty J Pod on Twitter. Um, Nobody, don't you know what? All of you people that listen to us, and there's lots of you, and there's lovely people, and we get all the stats of where you're listening from, and everything. Do you know what? Just whatever you're experiencing, whatever version of lockdown that you're suffering, uh, and whatever your situation, um, if you're listening to this, do us a favour, will you? And just let us know that you're out there. We know that you're out there and listening to it. Right, but just send us a, send us a like little message. Put something on the Facebook page of Rusted Junk. Send us a quick something on Twitter. Going, I'm listening. Tell us tell us what, what are you, you're listening on, where you're listening yeah, for, yeah, or,
1: or even like what you liked about the movie or what you didn't like about yeah, the movie. Yeah, just
0: just just t- or, talk to us. If Any you suggestions, agree
1: with us or disagree with us?
0: Suggestions, go anything, on, feedback, feedback, welcome. But just do you know what? Just take just take thirty seconds to send us a message and then. We just feel more part of a No community. trolling, though, no, thanks. Yeah, but we love doing, <laughs> see, but the thing about it is we love doing this for you and we really do. And we, you know, we, we know that, th- you know, as soon as we release a podcast, we get to like, th- you know, 30, 40 lessons within the first day and it's really good that people are doing that and, and we love that and then it naturally grows. But just, we know that people are sitting there waiting for our podcast because they do, they listen to it. And just drop us a note because we'd love to hear from you. Um and we'll even read out suggestions or anything, answer any questions, we'll do that for you. Um so yeah, we are we are here to, to entertain. Um mostly Amanda's lack of knowledge is probably the entertainment on that. Um but we we'll, might do a special special edition of Little Does She Know. Do you know what? Do you know what we could do with Little Does She Know? I could just repeat the first ones from the from the first time we did it and you'd just go, Oh, I can't remember but oh god, right, okay. Anyway, right, I'm going. So so, um, cheerio, everyone.
1: Doodle pip. Rusted Junk. Rusted Rusted junk. Junk. Rusted Junk. The Forgotten 80s
0: Movies. The Forgotten 80s Movies.